Let us get started here with movies and what the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stabinski is uh, joining us here from uh, Penticton, BC. Yes, after Hi, my after my name change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to switch it up and add some letters to it. And, yeah, that uh, sounds fancy. Uh, Steve exactly. Stebbing is here. SteveStebbing.ca is where you can go and learn more about uh, everything that Steve is up to with all of the movies. Beautiful summertime weather in Penticton there, friend? Yeah, it's it cooled down a bit this week. Uh, I'm grateful yeah, for it. It's still not uh, it, it's not cool. It's, it's still hot, but uh, cooled down a bit, which is good for the day job. Uh, but yeah, just still beautiful and uh, still nice living here. Mm, yeah, we have a high of like 16 tomorrow. Eee. It's crazy. Crazy, right? Wow. Sounds like a good day to sit inside and watch a show, Steve. Yeah, right? I got the stuff for you this week. Thanks, pal. Let's get started with what the hell should we watch this weekend. According to Steve Stebbing, the first one is called Haunted Mansion. This mansion is unhinged. <laughs> These ghosts definitely don't want to leave. Death lurks around every corner. Give us a break. There's so many bad people in the world. Haunt them. Amen. <laughs> well, that sounds like, what's his name? Owen Wilson. Yeah. That's Owen Wilson. Yes, Owen Wilson's in this one. Uh, Rosario Dawson, Lakeith Stanfield, Danny DeVito's in this. Uh, and Jared Leto as the Hatbox Ghost, uh, the villain of the film. And this is Disney's second kick at the can uh, for adapting uh, one of their most iconic rides, the Haunted Mansion. And I honestly think this one worked better. Um, it's not a knockout movie. Like I, I don't think this is going to light the the box office on fire, especially not what uh, Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer did. Um, but uh, it's a fun movie. It's a great ride. Um, there's a, a pretty poppy script to it that I enjoyed. And it comes from Justin Simeon, uh, who to me is uh, known for doing uh, the Netflix series and the movie uh, Dear White People and is now kind of going for the blockbuster uh, movie route. And it, Honestly, it works. Uh, it's a good theater movie, and it's kind of uh, gateway horror because it's uh, one of those ghost movies. So it worked for me. Ryan says it's not scary. I don't buy that. <laughs> I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was scary. I felt it was Disney spooky, but it wasn't scary. It was like it's like watching like Hocus Pocus or something. Uh, I had a hard time with. Harry Potter. Where do I land on this? Well, uh, if you had, yeah, maybe it's not for you, Shane. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. What the hell should we watch this weekend? The Beanie Bubble. Do you know what the greatest thing about America is? You can make things happen here like nowhere else. You have the power to create your own future. You can be anything. You can do anything. You want to sell... High-end stuffed Himalayan cats. Understuffed, actually, for greater posability. Uh, Beanie Babies. Is that what we're talking about here for real? Yeah. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. And and, uh, more to the point, the company Ty uh, that put them out, which was uh, created by Ty Warner, uh, who's played by Zach Galifianakis in this movie, a beardless Zach Galifianakis, which is... um, 
I, I, it was unsettling to see in, in the trailer just because we're so used to Zach Galifianakis being his bearded self. Uh, but to play this character, um, he had to make some changes, obviously. And uh, I think he's really good in this movie. But um, the this movie, I think, is more about the women around him, uh, played by uh, Elizabeth Banks, uh, Sarah Snook, and... Um, the blockers actress uh geraldine uh this uh all very strong in this movie basically about a guy who kind of created a craze uh with these beanie babies that went for exorbitant amounts of money on uh on ebay in the beginnings of ebay when uh the they would be uh, quote-unquote discontinued uh to make them more and more popular and it's kind of an interesting story to see from the, the outset because it was a time that I really wasn't paying attention to stuff like this. It's kind of in the 90s. And uh, as far as like a, a rise and sharp fall of, of a, a company or just a man in general, uh, it's definitely an interesting film. Uh, it was a fascinating trend. I mean, so many people got in on it and it's, you know, it really became kind of like the sneakers of today. It was the, it was like the gateway drug for a young guy like Ryan, um, because everybody <laughs> was buying up beanie babies. I mean, if Ryan was born in the nineties, he wouldn't have been buying sneakers. He would have been buying beanie babies. Well, I guess he was born sort of at that time, but I mean, if he was alive in the nineties, I guess that's probably what I should say. I did. I did. I do remember Beanie Babies. Just to be clear, I do remember yeah, like, seeing them around. The hustle wasn't there, though. I would never buy a Beanie. There Baby. was Beanie Baby stores. Like the yeah. that's all the store sold yeah. was Beanie Babies. Yeah, the Thai stores, and there was also the um, Happy Meal, the mini Beanie, uh, Beanie Babies mm-hmm. that also caused a craze and and they were rare and and selling for thousands and thousands of dollars and yeah it's just crazy crazy to it think is crazy all crazy you hobbies shoppers stuffed animal buyers you you all driving the economy with your money spending and your crazy collections um anyway uh what the hell should we watch this weekend talk to me what if we open the door but we didn't shut it delete it they followed us. We have to do something. You want to do it again? Ooh, scary. Yes. So this is definitely a horror film. So not for Shane. Um, but basically, it's about a group of friends who uh, come across this in- embalmed hand and find that they can contact the spirit world uh, when they hook their hand into it, which kind of becomes this new addicting thrill to them until they start to bring stuff from the other side over into their world and then things get disturbing uh this comes from uh australian a director writer and director brothers uh daniel and michael philippo uh and the buzz on this one is huge it is from the company A24, which currently is one of the, the only studios that can actually operate right now in the strike because they adhere to all the guidelines from the strike, um, making them the coolest studio alive right now, in my opinion. And I love everything they do. I love all the buzz that they garner from all of their movies. And horror is their wheelhouse big time. They have so many great titles in, in their catalog. And Talk to Me looks like just the next masterpiece to join it. I get to see it tomorrow, so I'm excited. Oh, excited. Okay, so Steve Stebbing is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Those are suggested new releases 
On the streaming, we uh, did chat about how much we spend on streaming last night with Blaine Kylo. We totaled everybody's up, and they were about, Blaine was highest, a little over 100 bucks. Ryan was in the 90s. I was 60 some odd bucks for streaming services. Do you subscribe to them all, or are you particular about all of them? Because I imagine for you, you've got to kind of know what's going on. I, yeah, I subscribe to all of them, but I cheat because I have press accounts. Right. Very good. So I don't, yeah. Do you have an email address to forward your password <laughs> to those press accounts there, big fella? Um, uh, first on the list <laughs> from Crave is uh, Heels Season 2. We should make this into what it can be if we work together. Crystals, really something. You and me need to stop letting other people make our decisions for us. I should be able to defend my title in the ring. Crystal, meet El Dorado. All right, tell us about it, Steve. Yes, this is uh, for a wrestler, a pro wrestling fan like me. This is like the ultimate because you're taking narrative drama and mashing it with pro wrestling and uh, following uh, former Arrow star Stephen Amell um, as the president and lead wrestler of a small town Georgia uh, community indie wrestling company and uh, trying to keep the the whole thing alive being a second generation uh, wrestler and just feuding with his brother both in real life and in the ring um, played by Viking star uh, Andrew Ludwig and I really like the way this show's written it, I don't feel like you need to be a wrestling fan to get into the show because the drama is quite well written um, and it's just interesting to for this to be big enough in the the pop culture zeitgeist to garner making a show around and i really enjoyed season one and uh, i've been really looking forward to this one uh, i just you know the thing for me it's i get excited about a show and then i'm like oh it's a series and it's there's like 15 episodes and i don't have that kind of time so mm -hmm. are you finding that you're being more particular where you invest your time in all this um, I mean, certain shows, I mean, I network is really hard to wrap my head around sometimes because that is when you're going to get longer, like 22 episodes, 21 episode seasons and that and in procedurals and everything is really hard to do that. But certain shows like this show, I mean, there, there's only 10 episodes in a season or BBC shows. There's only like sometimes six episodes in a season. Those are easier to digest. Um, some shows take priority over other shows. I definitely have a long and growing list of of shows I need to finish or need to start. Um, but and it also depends on who the audience is with me. If if my wife's sitting with me, we have certain shows that we watch. So yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Mm, good stuff. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Is SteveStebbing.ca Special Ops Lioness is on Paramount Plus. Mr. President, we have a situation unfolding in real time. Are you close? Closer than we've ever been. You're up for playing outside the lines. Ready to do my job, ma'am. If your cover is blown, there is no saving you. You have to save yourself. Do it quiet, and you do it clean. Uh, tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, I honestly, I think Paramount Plus, which is where this show is on, 
uh, is going to have to change their name to Taylor Sheridan Plus at some point because this is yet another series from Taylor Sheridan. Uh, this time it goes uh, deep undercover with the CIA in kind of a counter-terrorist organization um, with Zoe Zaldana's in this one, Morgan Freeman, uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, and the lead actress, uh, her name is uh, Laisla Adele Oliveira, um, is the lead and she's kind of like a, a woman that was down on her luck but smart and able to get out of situations who uh, fleeing from an abusive boyfriend ends up in a marine's office and uh, starts her journey on uh, basically doing one of the most dangerous jobs in the world um, it isn't as snappy writing as Sheridan's other stuff like Mayor of Kingstown or Yellowstone or Tulsa King but the action is there, the intrigue is there, and it's tension filled from start to finish. Um, and I, I kind of like still like watching uh, Morgan Freeman in those bureaucratic kind of situations. So it's an interesting show. I, I just, I don't know when it's going to lose its luster. All right, well, I got. All right, we got to do one more um, Blu-ray. Uh, let's start with uh, this one for time. Let's do Master Gardener. Gardening is a belief in the future, a belief that things will happen according to plan. Who did this to you? What are you gonna do? Time to start a new life. I have created this life. All right, tell us about the gardener. Yeah, one of the best uh, writer directors for character stories, uh, Paul Schrader who did Taxi Driver, First Reformed, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, teams with Joel Edgerton in this story about uh, this horticulturist named uh, Narvel Roth, uh, who leads uh, a, a very uh, tight team of gardeners uh, for his demanding employer, uh, Miss Haverhill, played by a Sigourney Weaver. And then a new uh, apprentice comes on board and kind of they form this this friendship that starts to flesh out some of his his past uh his regretted past and and uh urging him on on a more of a past path to redemption and finding out who he truly is and schrader is so good at grabbing great actors and pulling um some of their best work that they've done in their career he did it with ethan hawk with first reformed he did it with oscar isaac for the uh for the card counter and now with master gardener this is another just tentpole piece in uh, joel edgerton's career 